Welcome to Micro, a podcast for short but powerful writing. I'm your host, Drew Hawkins. In this episode, revelations and realizations abound on relationships, self-image, jaguars, hurricanes, and an appeal to higher powers. In this first piece, though it's been a fixture throughout the years, the turquoise bust of a jaguar reveals more about a relationship than the speaker realizes. It's called The Turquoise Tiger. It was written by Josh Dale and published by Maudlin House on September 22, 2020. Enjoy. The Turquoise Tiger My partner left me because I told her turquoise jaguars weren't real, and I realized I may have been mean, despite the realistic turquoise bust that was mounted on the wall, but she threatened to rub me in peanut butter. No, that's not my kink, I'm allergic. The bust was up there so long, the coloration of the wood panel was darker, unmarked by the sunrise nine months out of the year. No matter how clean we scrubbed the walls, there was always a smoky smell from those before us. We left some darkened stains behind, wishing it was from them, too. It had been with us since the housewarming parties a while back, its yellow eyes like miniature suns, with so many words going in one ear and out the other. It watched a number of friends dwindle through the years until it was just us. It guarded us, and I grew to yell at it when I acted up, like a bad pet. She slowly became sarcastic, to weird it out, then angry at me at my frivolous shouts, probably because I stopped taking my medication a year ago. For five years and three days, I thought that the jaguar head was fake, like a movie prop that she made in art school a decade ago. As she stormed out, the snout hit the molding and a tooth fell out. I knew it was real when I picked it up. A shiny, pointy, yellowed tooth, root and all. Josh Dale is a mountainous Pennsylvanian that loves cats and publishing books. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at jdalewrites or on his website at joshdale.co. In this next piece, the wedding dream begins to deflate in this vivid and personal poem. Wait for the turn in this love story. You won't regret it. It's called Burying My Husband. It was written by Rachel Wiley and appears in her book titled Fat Girl Finishing School, published by Button Poetry in 2020. Enjoy. Burying My Husband You sure have slept with a lot of husbands to never be anyone's wife. And at first, this loneliness feels something like karma. The wedding dream, once dense as a tower of cake stacked four tiers high and iced with buttercream, is suddenly cultured down into a hard, sharp 
sliver on the tongue. You can remember how the dream still loomed that time you binge-watched Say Yes to the Dress with your ex-boyfriend while he grinded his teeth and asked to borrow money. And it was still there on your 31st birthday when nothing at all exceptional happened. No one sending flowers to your cubicle for the office ladies to coo over. No one else as excited about the day as you. You know it lingered at Christmas just last year when alone and drunk on spiked cider, you locked yourself in the bathroom, clutching an arrangement of makeup brushes and pink daisy razors, a toilet paper train tucked into your pantyhose while you wept through three tubes of the good mascara. But then, then one day you woke up as though the first day of some Fifth season, starfished in the middle of your queen-size bed and rolled around in the consideration that you owe absolutely no one on whether or not to get up and do the dishes or spend half the day in bed browsing the Ikea catalog for, du for a duvet cover for which only your opinion matters before getting up and knowing for certain that there are takeout leftovers from the night before that no one else has eaten, could have eaten, or taking a shower knowing all the hot water is yours for the taking. And it all feels like some kind of great love story. You and last night's lo mein. You and an obscenely floral duvet. You and all of this lavish space, you and all of this delicious silence, you and this in-ground pool of non-obligation to anyone else at all. Rachel Wiley is a queer, biracial, feminist poet from Ohio. You can find her on Instagram at dangerouslyinchub. For our final piece, at just 90 words, every moment in this dense microfiction is vital, converging memory and action in a powerful and devastating final line. It's called In the Aftermath of Hurricane Maria. It was written by Christopher Gonzalez and published by Had on October 6, 2020. Enjoy. In the Aftermath of Hurricane Maria The other Puerto Rican from work lives alone deep in Queens. He invites me over to watch the news coverage. We drink Bacardi neat, suck its heat through our back teeth. He worries a rosary between calloused fingers. The gesture could make this once Catholic boy into a new Catholic man. But I remember the papery taste of communion wafers and a mouth slick with cum. I remember false confessions the truth a lump in my throat, 
He takes my hand in prayer, but salvation isn't coming. It's passed right through us. Christopher Gonzalez is the author of I'm Not Hungry, But I Could Eat, Stories. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter at LivesInPages or on his website at chris-gonzalez.com. Micro is edited and curated by Dylan Evers and produced and hosted by me, Drew Hawkins. Our theme song is by Matt Ordez. You can find all the information about this episode's writers, their featured work, and the publications where they were published in the show notes. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts and check out some of our other episodes. You can also always find our shows at micropodcast.org, and you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Podcast Micro. Thanks for listening.